Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to WNS Podcast. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear, And we welcome you to episode 270 of the, of 270 of the official oh, podcast for com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsForce.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsForce.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You fucked up. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Thanks Pod, for pointing and it out there, Player dot, Player FM. Whatever. I fucked up, too. Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast <laughs> to find us. And you can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler on Twitter at Tyler underscore A Bear. So welcome to the show. No Doug this week. No. Work calls yet again. Yeah. Preventing him from you know, it's, sharing it's a sucky his opinions situation. On yeah, it, you know, it really sucks. And we're we're hoping that um It gets resolved. Yeah. Hopefully they'll get new people and they'll lessen the load on him, so Yeah. I mean, it does suck, but unfortunately, you gotta you gotta pay the bills, and uh, the podcast does not pay. Yep. So we do this on our on our spare time, and in this in this small occasion, uh, there is no spare time for Duck. So hopefully, he'll be back next week. Because if not, it's going to be a one man show. Well, we'll probably get right. I will not be here next week because I'll be at Disney World. Yes. So hobbies and all that, riding those rides. Yeah, sure. All the uh, all the joy of uh, well going to Disney World. Well, next week is uh, well the Monday of next week is my uh, one year anniversary. Woohoo! So. Before you know it, you'll be married one year. That's right. I'm already a month in. So with our rings combined, nothing will happen. Nope. Wonder powers activate. Yeah. Form of ice bucket. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, because the Wonder Twins, one of the Wonder Twins could only turn into like water or ice things hmm. or whatever. So that was just That's a stupid joke. pretty terrible superpower. I know, yeah. It, it was horrible. What a waste. Yeah. What a waste of power. Yeah. Turn into water. Turn into like the world's largest waterfall. And turn into a Drown ice- my victims. <laughs> well, you have a hot drink. Turn into an ice cube. <laughs> Would they die after that? It'll melt. Yeah, like if they Fuse melt into liquid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the science behind that. All right. That. Yeah, let's not let's not dive too far into it. This is a wrestling podcast. Let's try to stay on We're topic. We're probably a gonna bit. get off a lot. We're definitely gonna get off topic, but let's try and stay a little bit on topic. Okay. Um, we do have lots to cover. Uh, I say lots, but we've got we have your feedback. We're gonna talk about raw. Got some hot topics to go over. A little bit of Q and A as well. I'm sorry, no lucha and no total divas. No lucha. That's For some reason, I I have no idea what happened uh, last week. Um, on demand thing is just not because I can't catch it on the time it comes on and mm-hmm. on demand is like messing up and it's not putting it on there. It's I like know Phoenix went episodes. up against uh, uh, Matanza, came up a little short. Um, Neil Muertes returned, and I know this week we're going to get to see Rey Mysterio team up with uh, Puma. Puma and Dragon Azteca Jr. So 
they're hyping that versus uh cage johnny mundo and that that girl that's with johnny mundo sure that's why i thought I oh yeah as part the of the uh, trios yeah. championship that's cool yeah we got dario cueto back and he's the man he's awesome <laughs> that's right it's really good stuff if you're not watching uh lucha underground definitely make sure you do I, it is available now on itunes Season one and season two are they are they keeping up like current when it comes yes. out? It goes straight onto it. Yeah, what what they what they do for stuff like that is whenever a new season is getting ready to to come on, they'll offer a season pass where you pay X amount of money, and every week after that show airs, it becomes available and it automatically downloads onto iTunes. Cool, for you. I like so that. it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I know uh, HBO does it for Game of Thrones because I've seen it pop up every once in a while whenever I go to iTunes. Um, speaking of Game of Thrones, I'm ready for that show to come back. There's going to be a lot of chaos, and I'm looking forward to it. I thought I read something along the lines where they're they're caught up with the book. They're actually surpassing the book now, uh, and this season will be entirely past that point. But they have been working with the author of the book saying, hey, here's where my vision would go. But they're also going to go sort of like a uh, parallel universe where it's not going to be exactly what's happening in the books, but they do have to continue the story. And they're TV like, we're going to change on. a few things up. You didn't write the book in time. Yep. Get on the ball. George R.R. R. Martin. Mm-mm-mm. Take off the hat. Start working on the book. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, but I do know that when they first began production of the show, uh, George R.R. R. Martin did tell the producers of the show, here's this uh, solidified ending. Here's where you can have your series finale. Work towards that. And after that, you know, hey, what do you think about this? Oh, yeah, that'd be good. So Back and forth. But, yeah, like I said, welcome to the show. Got plenty to talk about. Uh, first bit of feedback we have is from Ace McSpade saying, I hear a lot of people complaining about WrestleMania online. Personally, I liked it. Sure, some of the outcomes sucked. However, $9.99 isn't a bad price for seven hours of great wrestling. And uh, yeah, I can definitely see your point. For $10, I felt like I got my money's worth. While I didn't I didn't enjoy all of the outcomes of the match, it, you know, I didn't feel a like I was cheated out. for $10. $10. Yeah. Although to be fair, I was out a lot more than just ten bucks. I was out ten dollars for the uh, for the network. I was out five dollars for the money that I lost in our bet. The food. And I was out, yeah, the the pizza that I bought. Um, so I, I I think I came out in the in the red the most out of anyone at our at our party that night. Uh, but it was a really good time. Yep. So money well spent. Uh, but thank you for the feedback there, Ace McSpade. Next bit of feedback we have is from LT. Saying, great episode. I think the triple threat was my match of the night for WrestleMania. So many good spots throughout. Lynch diving at Rick, Sasha diving at Charlotte, Charlotte's moonsault, the close finishes. Everyone hated the ending, but I think it was the right call, mainly because Charlotte needed to establish her heel character, and Sasha was still too fresh from her team bad exodus. Uh, as I would have liked Lynch to win the match due to her being a solid worker and a babyface. I also liked the Asuka versus Bailey match in TakeOver Dallas. So thank you very much, LT. Thank you. Yeah, and and when I go back and think about it, they had not, and this is this goes back to our predictions where it's always head over heart, you know, the thing that you think that the WWE would do as opposed to what you want them to do. Um, they had not, uh, in my opinion, they had not fully established uh, Sasha. 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 Yes, uh, they had not fully established her well enough 
to you know give her the run because if you if you look back in the build towards it she wasn't uh you know predominantly featured you know she'd be at ringside for a match or two she'd have a match every once in a while but there was no like i mean similar to zach Ryder, there wasn't like a build for it i was about to say it wouldn't be uncommon though to put it on her no not at all because you know it's wrestlemania it's the biggest show of the year and uh i read a report that they were saying it was a last-minute decision that Sasha was originally scheduled to win the title. Oh, and they wow. said, no, no, let, give it to, uh, let Charlotte keep it. So, uh, who knows? Uh, same thing for, uh, for the Intercontinental title match. It came down to the wire, and they said, you know, let's, let's let Ryder have a moment. And uh, Owens was originally going to retain. So they they should have gone with, well, I say that, but uh, the future could be looking good, so. Yeah, Owens is going to have a bright future. Sami Zayn is going to have a bright future. You know, Zack Ryder's been a, a eight-year veteran there, and he's never had that big moment. Yeah. So for him to get that moment, share it with his dad, you know, that's, oh, that was good. That's but, a, you know, that's a career highlight. I'm for also him. talking about the Intercontinental Title too, like yeah, because Cesaro may have a good chance. Of yeah. Now, so uh, I mean, it sucks that it was kind of the expense of, at uh, Zack Ryder or whatever. He just had it for one night and. Then, had a rematch and you're done, kid. Yep, you're out. Thanks, thanks <sighs> that's, for coming. That, that's really sad. But um, one thing that I do want to talk about, we'll we'll dive into it a little bit uh, during Raw is uh, is the seemingly change of pace that Raw has had. But we do have a little bit more feedback. Uh, last bit of feedback coming to us from Cody saying, "Hey guys, I saw a tweet that I'd uh, share with you guys. It basically said, who would have thought that a year ago.'" That the highlights of Raw would have been Steen versus Cesaro, Styles versus Generico, and a Bullet Club debut. What a time to be a fan. Keep up the great shows. And I absolutely agree. Oh, yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of things. We've talked about how, like, the craziness of, and it's been the past few years, how mm-hmm. WWE's changed their look against, uh, on the, you know, the independent scenes and how they're scouting talents and stuff. and. Not just scouting them; they're bringing them in now. They're bringing I mean, them in. They're mentioning where they're from, or you know, there has been a, a an atmospheric change. They're working with um, evolve. Uh, yeah, I'll, you know, working with those guys and stuff like that, and it's just pretty nuts. Bringing mm-hmm. in like just different people you didn't think they would bring in or give a chance to, and just, yeah, like really, really cool stuff. And it's like because I I know back in the day I'm like, dude, I, I just want. AJ Styles, Samoa yep. Joe, Austin Aries. I want them in WWE. And now and, you have them. And in my head, I was like, that's never, never going to happen. Never going to happen. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, w, uh, WWE, it'll like, you don't, you question some of the things they do, but they also give you good stuff too. So Yeah. And so, uh, you know, like you said, what a time to be a, a wrestling fan. Some of the premier talent in the world is now under the WWE roof and I think the next the next year or two is going to be some solid wrestling that we're going to get. You know, there obviously Raw is going to tank it up a little bit by uh, by having the unnecessary storylines and but stuff like that. But we're going to get good stuff out of it. Yeah, we're going to get some good solid matches and I'm really really looking forward to it. AJ versus John Cena Mm-hmm. Eventually, when Shinsuke comes up to the main roster, Shinsuke versus you know like John Cena, Shinsuke versus Kevin Seth Owens, Rollins, Seth Rollins. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see how the uh, the roster is taken 
because you know they're bringing in all this new talent. Cuts. Yeah. Oh, obviously there's going to be some cuts. Or do they go the route of the heavily rumored you know brand split? Do they go the Raw and SmackDown? Okay, look, we've just got we've got so much talent that we've got to split it back up. I'm sorry. Uh, so you guys go over here. You guys go over here. Just because they have so much talent, then all the people who are on Raw is going to still be on SmackDown. So you need to. Yeah. And it would be, you know, we've talked about this for the past couple of years about how there's an oversaturation of pay per view or special events that they host. You know, they they borderline twelve or thirteen in a year. That's one a month. Sometimes two a month, yeah. Uh, with like a two week build, and um, this would be a good time to bring back the brand split because if they want to keep that kind of stuff going, you can have Raw presents and then SmackDown presents, and then the big four. You got Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, and SummerSlam be your cross promotions where you see, you know, SmackDown versus Raw, bragging rights, all that kind of good stuff. Um, bring back. Well, no, I don't. I would say bring back the uh, mon- the two money in the banks, but you'd have to have another world heavyweight. Question, no, just a real quick question. Yep. If you had both the uh, the brand splits, would you have one main title or two main titles? One main title, champ must defend on either show. Um, although they make it to where now the champ mostly defends his title only on a pay per view. Um, you can see the United States. And Intercontinental obviously be a split. Divas, since the division itself is kind of small, have that be focused on on both shows. Same for tag. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that would work out just fine. You know, you have your primary championships being the U.S. and the Intercontinental. These are the main mainstays of this program. And then every once in a while, oh my gosh, the champion is here. The WWE champ is on SmackDown. The champ is on Raw. What's going on? You know, what business does he have here? Uh, I think that'd be a really good way to get some extra views going. I know I would turn to SmackDown just because you wouldn't see those guys on Raw. Exactly. It, 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 there's, there's a supply and demand that people are like, no, I want to see these guys wrestle. And be like, okay, well, watch watch SmackDown this week. That's where they'll be. You can watch their, you can watch their matches. Um, I don't know. There's, you know, time will tell. Obviously, yeah, yep. uh, it's a cliche thing that we that we say on here. But uh, I I would like to see it. I'm just curious as if they'll actually pull the trigger because uh, you know, you've got um, who was it? Primo and Epico. They're going to be coming back now. You've got Gallows and Anderson. And now you got the guys in NXT who are coming up. You got Enzo and Cass. So it's like... Vaude oh. Villains. Yeah, Vaude Villains are now up in here. Up uh, in here. Yeah, making me lose my mind. And uh, I'm sure sometime before WrestleMania next year, or maybe the WrestleMania or the Raw after WrestleMania, we'll see American Alpha on the, on the mainstay. Just, you know, you got to have room for these guys. And, um, you know, if you're not looking to cut... Split. That's that's the easiest way I think we could do it, but I don't know. Give us your comments. Let us know what you think in the comment section. Should they go back to a brand split? And if so, um, how would you divide the titles? And who would you want to see? Should they stay or should they go now? Yeah, exactly. Yes, I like that. Uh, let us know who you would want to see on Raw, who you would want to see move to SmackDown, which titles would be focused where. Uh, give us the breakdown. Let us know your, your, Break it down your thoughts. Now. Yeah. 
degenerate into some kind of fool. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Raw because talk about chicks, man. Uh, there has been a lot of comments saying that this has been the best Raw uh, of the year. Um, I can see where they're coming from. There are a couple things where I'm Point. like, nah, this, this, I didn't particularly enjoy this part. But overall, it was a refreshing change of pace for Raw. We got some exciting new matches, some exciting new matchups, um, some story-driven feuds that are going on now. We're seeing actual match progression uh, as opposed to the build-up for WrestleMania where it's like, oh, well, you two are going to fight. And on this Raw, it was, okay, well, if you want to fight, you got to beat this guy in order to fight him. It's like, it's just the, it's the littlest thing. You know, it's like, oh, if you do this, then he can do this. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, you know, we had a number one contendership match for the uh, for the Intercontinental title. We had a number one contendership match for the WWE title. We have a, a tag tournament. team tournament. Yeah. We've got a, a Divas Championship ma- or not not Divas. I gotta see. I'm having to catch myself. Women's, uh, women's championship match. So, you know, it, it was very progressive this week, and uh, it makes me curious because, okay, April is the start of the second quarter of the year. Okay. So they obviously know how they did in the fourth quarter last year by this point. They have speculation of how the first quarter of 2016 went, January through March. So as soon as we hit April, we see we start seeing these changes. Do you think that this could be a way of saying, well, let's just see if the programming is the problem or if we're just having people just tune out of wrestling? Because I, th- I think that this is a way to try and bring viewers back and see if the crowd enjoys the product. It's like, we'll still give our spin by having, you know, Roman be the top guy, but we'll focus a little bit more on match variation, give them a little something to tweak. It has to be, man, because... <sighs> They're, they injected AJ into the main title picture. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, yeah, everyone hates Roman, but, hey, here's a guy that you really like. Yeah. So the title picture is good for right now. And then, well, they they were trying to inject, was it Jericho, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, Sami mm-hmm. Zayn, but we knew that was going to be into a, a different top feud. Yeah. And, I mean, they're going to give you Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn on uh, a high-profile feud, like, on Raw, mm-hmm. and that's good, too. And then... Everyone was happy about Zack Ryder winning the title. Yeah. And it sucked that, you know, I guess there are people that still like The Miz, but it sucked that Miz took it away from him and still won right after that. Mm-hmm. I guess what? Cesaro's back. Yeah. Let's give you Cesaro. And it's good. Yeah. See, here's, here's my thought process. Raw, like I said, was a very solid Raw. Mm-hmm. Very good. Lots of, lots of positives, not very many negatives. Um, I know some will dispute that there were zero negatives, but I found a couple that that I did not like. Uh, But we'll talk about that in just a moment. But here's the thing. So it's the start of a new quarter. Obviously, they've got shareholders who are looking at them going, hey, what are you going to do to fix the product? We're losing money here. You got to do something to uh, to up the ante. They're also looking to make Roman Reigns their top baby face for the foreseeable future. Essentially, the new John Cena. I don't see that ever happening. Well, they want him to be the top guy, right? Yeah. Where, you know, if there's an interview that needs to be done, 
put Roman Reigns on. Good Morning America, put Roman Reigns on. You know, this is our guy. He's yeah. he's when when John Cena rides off into the sunset and the fans, hey, some fans chant "Thank you, Cena," and other fans chant "Cena sucks." Then they'll turn to Roman and be like, "Hey, behold our new guy." I think that I think that's going to happen eventually. I think he's going to be the new John Cena. For so sure. I, I think what they're doing, and this is pure speculation, okay. I have nothing to back this theory up. Hit me, it is hit me with it. Pure theory speculation. I have a feeling that for the next couple of months, between now and the end of June, okay, we're going to see some really top-notch wrestling. We're going to see solid matches. We're going to see story progression. We're going to see Shane McMahon. We're going to see people complimenting Raw, saying how good it's gotten. Oh my gosh, this is great. And what they're going to do, what the WWE is going to do, is going to turn around and say, hey, our ratings are up. Our numbers are up. Our sales are up. You know who we have to thank for that? Roman Reigns. He's been our champion during this time. This is why we need to have him be our top guy. Huh. That's weird. It's weird, but it's business. What better way to have your guy be backed by the supporters than to have him be featured? But, I mean, you're... Oh, I know. I know where you're going. Wouldn't take credit for the whole show. Do you want to know who took blame for a bad pay-per-view a few years ago? Miz. Miz and R-Truth. Miz and R-Truth took the blame for Survivor Series with Rock teaming up with John Cena. So they're basically saying the reason why people tuned out of this pay-per-view wasn't because of a bad low card, mid card, or upper card. It was because of the Miz and our truth. They didn't want to see them wrestle. That's stupid. I I liked that tag team, the yeah. Miz and our truth. And that's that's why I I believe that this is what they're planning to do. They're going to say our ratings are up because of Roman Reigns, our sales are up because of Roman Reigns, our numbers are up because of Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the guy. I was like, you see the crowd? Huh? <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're giving him a response, just like they give John Cena. Whether they love him or they boo him, they are responding to him. And in the world of wrestling, that is the number one thing. If you're not getting a response, if you're getting Dr. Phil response, then you're out of there. Wow. But if they're booing and cheering, and some kids are, are buying the shirts that Roman Reigns wears, and some kids are wearing the shirts that Roman Reigns' opponents wears, that's what's going to drive the numbers. That's what's going to drive the sales. Strange. It's business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, it is purely speculation. I have nothing to base it off of other than my own ramblings on this show. If I'm making sense to some of y'all, please feel free to let me know. If I make no sense whatsoever, please let me know. I'm curious as to what some of our listeners think about that. Yeah. Um, so let's dive into this Raw. Like I said, a lot of positives. Not very few uh, negatives, which is a good thing. It's always good when you can go, wow, that was a pretty good Raw. That's not a bad thing. It's not a, it's a good it's thing. It's a good thing. That's right. So uh, we kick things off. Shane McMahon coming out and saying, hey, thanks to the overwhelming response that you guys gave me, still, I'm here for another week. Still strange. Yeah. The next week, but guess what? Y'all did it again, guys. You guys did it again. All Y'all right. made Raw the number one shot, watch show on, on you know, cable lost, television. You know, I lost that match. And Undertaker beat me. And Triple H and Stephanie are wanting to take some time off of TV, so they put me back in charge one more time. Why not? Yeah, yeah. They're not backstage or anything. Yeah. That or they'll have, like, next week, no one's in charge, and the Raw, and the Raw is just going to be, like, terrible matches. And they're like, you know what? I think we need Shane. I think we need to bring him back. He did a really good job. 
So, uh, so Shane McMahon comes out, thanks the fans, saying, "Hey, here's what we've got planned for everyone. Sami Zayn's going to be in a match. If he wins, he's entered into the uh, World Heavyweight Title." That's a cool and exciting stipulation. Yeah, that was. It was like you know what? He didn't get a chance to compete for the match, so he's going to go up against the number one contender. If he beats the number one contender, surprise, we got a triple threat. Still pretty cool. Yeah, it's a cool theory. It's amazing how simple it is that to to make the fans happy. To give them what they want and yeah. promote a good product. Yeah. Uh, and it's a fresh um, matchup, AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn. Yep. Sami Zayn, the new up-and-comer, you know, the rookie sensation. AJ Styles, the globe-traveled phenomenon, you know. Writes itself. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Kevin Owens comes out, and he was not pleased by this at all, saying, hey, you know what? That's messed up. I'm just going to interfere in his matchup. Or whatever, and uh, you know what? I didn't even get. I, well, he said he actually said that later on, um, but basically saying I got I got screwed more than anyone. I didn't lose my title; it was stolen from me, and I didn't even get my rematch. Like Miz is the champ. He, I, I didn't get a rematch. You're not going to screw that kid over again. Yeah. He goes. You're going to be escorted out. Hit the lockers. Yeah, hit the showers. I'm going to punch the shit out of those fucking lockers. Yeah, those lockers. They deserve it. it. That's right. They did. Um, wrong but place, Shane, wrong time. Shane informs Owens, it's like, okay, you know, you can have a title match if you can beat this man. And it turns out to be Cesaro, who comes out with a really sweet entrance. Uh, you know, the back, the bottom screen is James Bond style, and he comes out in his suit and rips it off, and he's got his wrestling attire on. I like that. Yeah. Breakaway really, suit? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew they made stuff like that? I want one. Yeah. Go get you one. Like, I'm ready to go to gotta bed. find one. I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Bedtime, baby. Or like, hey, you show up to the pool party. I'm about to get in the pool. I'm like, no, you have suit on. Okay. <laughs> pool now time. we're ready. <laughs> we are good to go. Um, but yeah, Cesaro versus Kevin Owens uh, to determine the number one contender for the Intercontinental title. Solid, solid matchup. Great back and forth. Uh, they did a great job of telling the story of Cesaro's shoulder. He's been injured. This is why he's been out. Yeah. And, you know, oh, now he's battling this. He can't even swing. You know, he's trying to do the Cesaro swing and he couldn't do it. Uh, You know, how can he possibly withstand the pain? And it's simple storytelling. Also, they have good chemistry. They fought each other in the past. They do good work. So, And Cesaro's really good at selling in in between the lulls. Like Charlotte, she has, she's gotten pretty bad at it. You know, like, she'll be, oh, God, my leg, it hurts so much. And then as soon as the match is over, she's like, yay, you know, I'm not, yay, I'm, I'm, not fine. In, I'm not in any pain whatsoever. I ate a sense of being. But, like, <laughs> yeah. But Cesaro, you know, selling throughout the match. It's just a little. He also had the, the tape on his yeah, shoulder. So, that's you know, the target. Yeah. That, that lets you know right where he's hurting. Um, that's good, because, like you said, there's other wrestlers who, who will forget. Mm-hmm. And it's just the simple things like that. Cesaro and Kevin Owens did a phenomenal job. They did a really solid, had a really solid matchup. Cesaro ended up coming out on top with the neutralizer to become the new number one contender for the Intercontinental. Title. There you go. And this is uh, simple as that. Because okay, don't get me wrong. I've always liked the Miz. I've got you wrong. <laughs> but there's been times where I've been in and out. Like right. I don't like yeah. him as much. And right now he's not doing too much he just got the title and mm-hmm. yes they put maurice with him the which that's but, still i don't see it like how that happened yeah like how did he land her like does he have some dirt on her or something it's like look 
You're with me till the end. You know, at times with <laughs> people, it doesn't matter about the looks. Yeah, I, mean, I guess the so. personality. But I mean, I mean, she likes hey, he uh, must have personality a- and like physical form. She likes dick. You know, <laughs> what <laughs> the personality of a dick, and he has a. Good dick. She likes the D. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I went there. You did. Yep. Okay. This was shaping out to be a really good show. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying lots of crud this. I mean, we don't just... have Doug to say that's stupid, Tyler. I'll say it. That was stupid, Tyler. But no, you don't have like that, like when you say it. I don't have that authority. Yeah, you don't have it. It's like Doug. All right. Like I put my my head down. Never he tells shame. Me. Shame. 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 Um backstage. God, now I have to get back on track. Dick. <sighs> Charlotte and Ric Flair are backstage. And Woo! Uh, what do you know? It's Dr. Phil. And darn it, I was so bummed out that my phone rang during this and wasn't oh, able you missed to watch it? it. Yeah. What you missed was Dr. Phil was talking to Charlotte. About how Rick is holding Charlotte back, yeah, and pretty much needs to dump him and all that stuff because <laughs> she needs to um, reach her potential, and <laughs> she didn't like that. She walked out, and then Rick Flair's like, "You want to go?" and starts slapping his chest, and then uh, Doctor Phil gets in his face and just woo about like five times, and then Rick Flair weird. just yeah, Rick Flair just walks away. So. I will say I had very low expectations for Dr. Phil. Do your uh, Dr. Phil impression. Well, what you have to do... No, I'm not going to do that. Um, it wasn't awful. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Who's the worst guest ever? Probably the... Kathy Griffith. Or, no, not Kathy Griffith. Uh, who was it who hosts the morning show who got like completely drunk... Oh shit! I don't. I don't know. And all they ended up doing it was like two ladies, and all they did was like hold champagne bottles and like it was. I don't know. Stupid. There was no point of them being there at all. Um, I don't know. Who do you think has been the best guest host that they've had? The best? Yeah. Oh, we talked about one time, and I totally. I mean, forgot. Hugh Jackman did a, did a solid job. Is all right. Um, not the worst. Uh, we <laughs> not Jeremy about- Piven. <laughs> yeah, Summerfest. We're gonna fight at Summerfest. Uh, it'll it'll come to me. There was one I know that we talked about. Shaq, Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm gonna know. Kick some ass. David Otunga. No, he's not. He no. hosted one time. Mm-mm. He did. No, it doesn't count. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't count. It didn't count. Sorry. I don't know. When you see me, that's about all I know. Sorry. Um, after that, we got a backstage segment with Kevin Owens, basically saying, "Hey, I'm gonna interfere in this matchup. Deal with it. You and your gray hair, <laughs> pretty. I think it was pretty gray hair. I heard creepy, but people were correcting me say that it was pretty. What do I know? Um." So yeah, so Shane says, well, no, that ain't going to happen. You're going to come out here and threaten me and threaten this match and take this match away from this poor kid. You're out of here. Hit the showers. And then leave. Get the fuck out of here. GTFO. 
Um, so after that, the New Day come out. They do a little promo talking about the uh, the tag team tournament. And it doesn't matter who's going to win because at the end, they're still going to be your WWE World Tag Team Champions. I like how they put on the... Uh the screen about the, the tournament. Brought to you by like, Bootios. Yeah, they have the cereal like tumping over <laughs> and all the Bootios coming out and it like goes into like the the thing of like the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> we talked about that or you, you told me that they're they're trying to get Bootios on Supposedly. The I hope. Yeah. We'll have to see. But in the tag team tournament there are eight teams, the Usos, Social Outcast, Golden Truth, who have yet to team, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the Vaudevillains, Endzone Cast, The Ascension, Dudley Boys, and Lucha Dragons. Or the Lucha like, Booties. Lucha Booties, that's right. <laughs> and the Usals. Usals. <laughs> uh So we, saw, we got to see the opening contest for the tag team tournament, Dudley Boys going up against the Lucha Dragons. And this matchup actually started during the commercial. We come back. Kalisto's on the ground. The trainers are checking on him. Yeah. He took a nasty fall and was never in the match after that. Um, At this point in time, we do not have a medical update. So we can only say I hope he's okay. Yeah. Um, But the Dudley boys do end up getting, getting the victory to advance. That's when Enzo and Cass comes out. And they don't really say too much. Yeah. Just about, I think they said a few things. Well, they said their regular lines. Mm-hmm. And then Enzo said like one other thing, and that was pretty much it. Cool. Pretty quick. Yeah. And then uh, I know the Dudley boys responded as well. We're the Dudley boys. We're crafty vets, and you're not going to make a name on us. Uh, after yep. that, we got to see Roman Reigns come out. Cut a little promo. Talk about how he's the guy. He doesn't. keeps on doing that. That's going to get old, man. That's mm-hmm. going to, it's like, he did that at the Raw, the SmackDown. I'm not the bad this, guy. This I'm not the good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Weird face. The guy. Uh, I mean, that's just going to be his tagline for a while. Yeah. So, I mean. It's going to be his new shirt. It's going to be a while. I'm the it's guy. It's going to be annoying, just like. Uh, I am a guy. This is my house. This is B guy. This is Over my there house. is C guy. Yeah, he's There's standing D in. guy. These nuts. These nuts. Yeah. Uh, so he basically comes out and talks about it. it. doesn't matter if it's AJ Styles or AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. He's still going to be the WWE champion. I know they won championships. They traveled the world, but they haven't fought anyone. They haven't won the title. They haven't like won have. the title. Not like I have. And then the League of Nations come out and say, hey, we're kind of pissed off we're not involved in this, so we're going to come down and fight. And Rowan's like, that's all right, weird, you man. come on out and fight. I'll kick your ass. And <laughs> Russo was like, I'm <laughs> more handsome than you are. I should be the face of the WWE. Said some other crazy stuff. Yeah. It was quite entertaining. Uh, so the League of Nations comes down looking to fight. And then the lights go out. The Wyatt family's there. <laughs> they fend off the League of Nations. And uh, Shane's like, hey, I wasn't planning this. So let's have a tag team match later on tonight. So play us. Holla holla. Bray um, and uh, Roman versus, um, uh, who was it? It was Del Rio and Sheamus. Correct. That's correct. Yeah, correct. Uh, after that, we got to see the women's championship on the line. Charlotte going up against Natalia. Uh, this one, this was a fine matchup. Uh, I don't believe it was as good as their 
uh, as the roadblock matchup that they had, or uh, or as good as their NXT match that they had uh, a, a year or two ago. Um, but I'm it, be honest with you, I tuned out. Yeah, and that's fine. Uh, it wasn't anything spectacular. It was a solid match. The crowd got behind Natalia as they're supposed to. Um, I did like the. I'm gonna put you in the figure four. They reversed it. Then now I'm gonna put you in the sharpshooter. Like the crowd really responded well to that. It's like, oh man, that's that's the sharpshooter. That's heart versus flair. You know, you don't you don't do that kind of stuff. Um, and then Natalia put Charlotte in the sharpshooter and uh, was getting ready to tap out. The ref got pulled outside the ring thanks to Ric Flair and. Uh, Charlotte began to tap out, and the ref called for the bell. Just a nick of time. Unfortunately, it was for a disqualification. Ric Flair got himself disqualified. He didn't hurt the ref. He just pulled him out of the ring. Well, yeah. Well, no, because he had tried to get into the ring to, uh, to pull Charlotte, and so the ref was like, hey, don't do that. You know, the, I think Rick was just trying to think of a funny joke, so he pulled the ref out. And just hey, i got to tell you this funny joke yeah. real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so... Natalia gets the win via disqualification. However, Charlotte retains the title. And one of the things that you know that kind of bugs me. Just I mean, it's not like uh, oh my gosh, I wish they would stop doing this. But every time it happens, I'm kind of like that's annoying. Is whenever the person who wins the match via disqualification celebrates while it's a uh-huh. title match, they're like, yeah, I won, and then they go, but still, and then they put their hands down and like complete defeat. Like, did you not? Do you not? Are you unfamiliar yeah. with the rules? Like, do yeah. you not know how this works? You Maybe it's to, a rule they tell them you have to do it that way. Probably, but it's like, yeah, I won. I'm the champ. Oh wait, I'm not the champ. I oh. won, but I didn't win the championship. Yeah, it's just, it's a little thing, and I'm just like, I, w- I wish they'd stop doing it because it just seems awkward, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. like Natalia hops up onto the ring post, puts her hands in the air. She brought her cat out, and no, she did not put her, bring her cat out. <laughs> Uh, you know, she has her hands in the air in victory, and then they go, but still, d- women's champion, Charlotte, and she puts her hands down, and I'm like, looks Mother at Charlotte, and like, really? Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Just a little things. Uh, after that, we got to see... Well, hang on. Okay. Did, uh... Dr. Phil was ringside. They... Did, I expected more from her. Whenever she tapped out, did she... They say it was a DQ, though? Automatically? Yes. Okay, yeah, because uh, Rick got himself disqualified. Maybe she, she thought she legitly won, like she made her tap and the ref. Well, Natalia it. heard the bell, yeah, but as soon the first thing that uh, Lillian said was, "Here's your winner by disqualification, mm-hmm. Natalia." So she's like, "Yay, <laughs> yay, yay!" I mean, she didn't say "and new women's champion." So when you grab the title and just fucking walk I'm out, just, yeah, I'm taking it. It's mine now. I beat you. Um, <laughs> So we got to see another tag match in the tag team tournament. The Usos going up against the Social Outcasts. Really, nothing too much. To Not this too match. much. Um, it wasn't the match itself that has people talking. It was what happened after the match when the Usos got the victory and were then attacked by Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. So the crowd went absolutely nuts for this moment. I, st- I kind of felt it was like a meh moment. Still, yeah. like I, I don't. I, I know it. Doug. Doug. I thought Doug felt like he was. It was meth for them to come or whatever. Like out of all the yeah. people, I don't know. But like, I know they're gonna have a feud with the Usos, but mm-hmm. I, they're not putting them with Balor. 
right. Balor's still in NXT. Right, because he's a phase. AJ Styles is currently a phase. You know, I think they're going to eventually put them together yes. somehow. One of those people. Or One of the other, yeah. Yeah. But is it going to be too late? Are they going to like, hopefully the crowd's still going to be pumped for them. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. And also, are they going to just be Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson? Or are they going to go by a club or just a tag team? Just a tag team, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Well, I mean, the rumor is it's going to be the Balor Club. But I don't know. We'll have to see where it goes from there. But uh, yeah, a lot of people were really hyped about this. Um, the moment was was pretty hot. Um, I did like the moment where Carl Anderson was like, hey, I like this place, or something, something to that degree. He made a little quip about being on on Raw. But uh, after that, we got to see Miz and Maurice backstage. Miz was having his cucumber mask or whatever on, and Maurice no was... cucumber com- mask, just cucumbers on his eyes. Cucumbers on his eyes. And Maurice was complaining about M&M's and throwing them, which you do not do. That is a party foul. You do not throw M&M's like that. He's like, you can't have blue M&M's. I'm like, that's a waste of M&M's. It is a waste of M&M's. I'll eat those M&M's. Maurice, feed those M&M's to me. Anyways, (laughs) uh, Miz was frustrated because Cesaro comes in and starts delivering some pretty good uh, pun humor, Mm. saying, oh, I'll roll out the red carpet of uppercuts Also. Right I'll bef- take the leading role of Intercontinental Champion. It was pretty good. And also, before, after she was throwing the M&M, she was like, oh, is this domestic uh, water? We only drink imported. imported. Miz drinks it. And- Miz only wants that foreign juice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going down. But she's French. Tonight. Yeah, tonight. <laughs> you wake me up on my call. I'll be sleeping. It. Wake <laughs> me up at 10. Good morning. Carl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn, and uh, this is more than likely match of the night. What's crazy is I I feel like the whole crowd was like they were very patient. They watched it. Yes. They were kind of quiet. This was a great, They were like a good focused. crowd. You know, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I've never seen. I haven't seen that in a long time. It was. It was a very good crowd because they were doing. They were doing locks for a while. Yeah. And I'm surprised they. You know, they didn't get a wild hair and like, oh, this is boring mm-hmm. and like this shouts to JBL's hat or you know, Michael Cole, Michael uh, ECW Cole. and stupid stuff like that. But no, yeah. they they were patient. Yes, and they were into it. So it was mm-hmm. good. It was really good, and you know, it was a traditional. It's the way that matches. In in the you know air quotes good days used to be it was a traditional lockup few takedowns testing of the strength and all that let's let's feel each other out then we'll kind of pick up the pace because this was a this was a very very solid matchup and by the end these guys were going toe to toe and the crowd was hot as hell for it um, I mean you can't say enough good things about it definitely make sure to go back and check out this match if There's you missed this it. One part looked like Sami Zayn landed on his head. Yeah. That was crazy. I mean I think he was trying to hold up with his arms. Yeah. Uh, but I think he I think he under rotated to where he would have like landed on his knees and it looked like he landed like on his fist and his head. Yeah. But went back and rewatched it. It looked worse live and when you go back and watch it a second time it's like okay you know that's gonna hurt a little bit, but it's not like oh my god, I think it might have you know done some serious damage. But I mean, I, I was still bummed that he lost. Yeah, but I mean, he's gonna have a, a killer feud with Kevin Owens. I think he's gonna go over Kevin Owens. So and as long as as long as he can stay healthy, he's gonna have a lengthy oh career. Oh my gosh! And I was so scared those rumors. It was like after he got taken out the the last week, I yeah. was like, oh no, he's hurt. And I'm like, 
No, he just not came again. Back. Like, no, we want Zane. We mm. want him on the main roster. Roster and just. And I'm so glad that the crowd that night for Raw uh, has caught on to singing his entrance theme because to me that's one of the coolest things uh, that the that the fans can do is like seeing seeing someone's entrance theme when they're coming out because it's, it's showing the unity you know it has good music too yeah it's so catchy yeah. I love it really good I've never heard anyone come out to ska <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool though that fits mm-hmm. them really good stuff um, after that this is one of the negatives that I had and I, I know people will disagree with me on it uh, it was the Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose segment the uh you know, Chris Jericho, he did a fine job as being the heel. And this is where what, you know, I can't speak 100% for Doug, obviously, because he's not here. But we've talked about it in the past. I feel like this is one of those segments that he probably disliked. Because Ambrose's cheesiness. Ambrose is cheesy. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, check out this note that I got. Oh, that's uh, that's a parking ticket. I need that back. Here you go. And look, I brought a plant to go with your plant. And I, I brought my I'm own not going to lie. On certain parts, I, I fell for I chuckled a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple moments where I was like, okay, that was kind of funny. But this is one of the negatives that I had. You know, it was just like, ah, you know, too much. I don't know. I don't like it. I didn't this like it. The next feud. You know? I'm, I have no problems with the feud. I don't have, I have no problems with the matches. It was just this segment. Like it, it went a little too long. Well, it was just kind of awkward. You like the Ambrose awkward. Asylum. Uh, even uh, that. He brought his own plant. Yeah. So, uh, he did bring his own plant. Feud was really branching out. Are you going to uh, talk about the scarf? Are you going to? We need to know. Hey, don't boo him. He's my guest. Uh, (laughs) After that, we got to see Apollo Crews going up against Adam Rose. Really short matchup. Apollo Crews gets the win. You know, he is. Apollo is a very talented guy. He's very athletic. I just, I don't see it just now. I feel like they brought him up too soon. Yeah. Well, even even in NXT, they try to push him. And I know he's full of talent, but I don't know. I guess they just. They quit. Yeah. Like, he was doing stuff, but I don't know. And Too, it's like, and I know Doug says they're different. Yeah, they're in different, like, styles, but they're kind of similar. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Apollo Crews is taking the Neville role. Yeah. And, I mean, he I, he's like, the he's a strong guy who can do, mm-hmm. you know, flips and stuff. But he's, right now, he's taking the Neville role, so. Right. It's just... It you know, for the longest time, Neville came in and he didn't like really do have, anything. And if they end up doing the the Raw uh, SmackDown split, like Neville will be on one program and Apollo Crews will be on the other, and that'll be their job. And I'm saying eventually they'll be a tag team. Yeah, it could be, but uh, I don't know. Like, I'm I, I don't want to discourage fans to to support Apollo Crews, you know, because he is a talented guy. It's just. I, in my opinion, I feel like they brought him up too soon. I don't think he has developed enough to to say, well, I mean... Character-wise. Yeah. Like, we don't know much about his character. Other than he comes out, he does his his moves. Same thing as Neville. And he when Neville came in. Yeah. So, I know that the potential is there. I'm, I'm just concerned that they maybe brought him up too early. Similar to Tyler Breeze. And just be like, okay, he's here. Now what? You know? No. Okay, Neville got pushed more than Tyler Breeze did. So if yeah, 
if Apollo's in that spot, he's going to get pushed more than Tyler Breeze because Tyler Breeze only had like a little bit. He had uh, Summer Ray, then that got dropped. Now it's nothing, and it's like mm-hmm. it's sad well, because I think even with that gimmick, it still could have gotten over yeah. Raw. I don't think they even gave it a chance. And that's and that's the thing we've talked about it in the past where it's like certain things that work in NXT don't necessarily come over. It didn't. No, they even try to translate it. Yeah, they just stopped it automatically. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure like he could be the model guy, like full of confidence and still beat people. Right. That could still get over. Yeah, I think so. It could, and the and the crowd is you know is supportive of him. So you know, I I blame on that shame on WWE. Yeah, on that. Because he's a talented guy. Well, it's one of those things you can only make so many stars. Like, you have to have losers in matches, and unfortunately, he just falls in that role. Do we? Yeah, you do. Did did we have that in the 90s? Yeah. But people loved the losers, though. Some of them, yeah. And they did get airtime and Mm -hmm. good spot. Even the losers got pushed, I felt like. Not a whole lot. Name one. Look at the Blue World Order. Although they were known for being jobbers, they went out and admitted it. But, you know, look at the 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 good uh, the Godwins or whatever it was. Who? Goodwin, Godwin. I don't know who that is. Exactly, <laughs> the guys who were like the farmers, but they you know were really tall, really big. I don't remember them. Yeah. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where you know you can only get to a certain point with the character that you're given. And unfortunately, Tyler Breeze's just will not go very high. Like, you know, the, the male model thing. It, okay, think back to when Dolph Ziggler first came into the scene. And he did that stupid gimmick where he would introduce himself to everybody. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dolph Ziggler. Hi, but that, Dolph did, Ziggler. You know, that got in people's minds and people remembered that. Well, yeah. But eventually he had to change from it a little bit. Yeah. You know, he had to reinvent, change up a little bit, mix things up. Yeah, but like he, like I like I just said like two times, they he hasn't even done too much with mm-hmm. that game. He just comes out and yes, he does that, but he didn't cut to me promos and yeah. they don't show him backstage doing. To, so they're not pushing that to see what he can do on right. Raw. They just kind of let it fizzle out. Like oh, um, you're all right, just stay there. Yeah. Like uh, not like hey, we're gonna give you a chance. Go out there, do this. We're mm-hmm. gonna put you in a few situations. See how you do. Yeah, they didn't even do that. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a double-edged sword because it's like, okay, do they want me to stay as this character or do they want me to come out and say, hey, my character's not working out. Would you mind if I tried something different? Because they, they even pushed Ascension for a little bit. Yeah, and then they They're not even quickly pushed, buried them. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't push Telebreeze at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just They tried to give him a quick little shot. It was like, okay, we'll give you a month. and All right, time's up. See you later. No, I, I get disappointed every time I see yeah. that because I mean you want everyone to succeed and it sucks from because that's their dream. Yeah, but like I'm gonna be completely honest, I don't care about Ascension that much. Mm-hmm. I I care about Tyler Breeze. Yeah, but it's like in NXT, the Ascension were the tag team. They were the most dominant. dominant tag team on the roster. They get brought up and they're made a joke. You know, look at Heath Slater and what his career has done over the past, you know, five or six years. How many stables has he been a part of? And every time he tries to get, you know, a little bit of his solo career going, they put him right back into a loser stable where he comes out and makes a joke. Everyone makes a joke on him. 
you know, it's just one of those things. Like, unfortunately, that role has to be played somewhere. And also, I feel like um, Justin Gabriel. Yeah. He's doing better on the independent scene. Mm-hmm. Now. Because he said, I don't want to, I don't want this to be my character anymore. I want bigger and better things. And if, unfortunately, y'all can't give that to me, then I'll have to go somewhere where he, he's doing good. Yeah. And look at, look at Luke. I mean, yeah. he went, did his thing. Exactly. And back and we'll, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. But, you know. I doubt he won't, I doubt he'll have an issue when the bell rings. That's for sure. Well, if something bad <laughs> happens again, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, he's off drugs. Yeah. Um, if this goes south again, I don't think you'll ever go to WWE ever again. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just, I think we got off, so, well, kind of. A little subject, bit. But but <sighs> it, it also makes me worry for the VOD villains. Because I've been saying that for a, for a while since they've been in NXT. Saying, yeah, it's getting over with the crowd in NXT. But how will it do on the main roster? Enzo and Cass are going to thrive. Oh, absolutely. That's why you know everyone was everyone was commenting. Oh, I'm so bummed that they didn't win the NXT Tag Team Titles. They didn't need it. They are they are going to be superstars. They are the next Road Dog, and they're uh, probably good. I mean, they're going to get the titles on the main roster. I feel like at some point or another, it doesn't have to be immediate. I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay with a long payoff for them because those guys are such talented dudes. Uh, you know. They're, they're, the promos alone are what's going to get them over with the crowd. They're, they can have mediocre ring if, work, but as long as their mic skills hold up, then they're yeah. going to be fine. Um, I know, wait, if they just give Vaude Villains a chance and they go around and like cut promos, maybe like old-timey thing and how they talk mm-hmm. and stuff like that and just how they wrestle and stuff, I think they could get over with yeah, SmackDown. Here's, the, try, here's like, the thing is... Okay, they're being booked as VOD villains. So it's in the name, obviously. The promos that they did before they came up to the main roster is them, you know, doing their little friendly pose off, and then they turn to the camera and, like, just sneer at it. Like, we're about to, you know, come out there and kick some ass. But they're faced right now. Exactly. When they come out to the ring and their music's playing, what are they doing? Oh, they're dancing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Clap along to our our theme Wasn't there like a darker theme one when they were villains? Yeah. And it just didn't catch on. So, I don't know. I'm more like, you know, it's those those kind of things where you worry. Yep. But, you know, I I do want all these guys to succeed because this is their dream. This is their life. You know, you don't want someone to, to... automatically walk into a building and be labeled as a failure you want to see everyone succeed yeah. unfortunately you know triple h has said it many a time and whether it's his ego or not there can only be one top guy at a time and there can only be two tag team champions you know two people who are champions. you have top feuds yeah but not like the top main you know yeah champ yeah so like I eventually want Kevin Owens to me to be a main. Absolutely, he's there. He's getting there. Already. He will be there. Uh, I want Sami Zayn. AJ's already in the main picture already. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're gonna bring up Finn. You're gonna bring up Shinsuke. Shinsuke. Then you're gonna oh bring up. Oh my gosh! You know, I want Shinsuke and Finn to be like John Cena status. And as much as a fan, I am not fully of his. Baron Corbin's gonna do a really fine job as being the next Dick. big big guy heel. Like yeah, you know, Big Show and Kane. Like he's they gonna like be that. that replacement. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and then they're going to be. I hope Austin Aries can be a top guy. If he's not, he'll be a top mid carter, I guess. Yeah, he'll, he'll do solid in the tag team division because mm-hmm. he's not the biggest guy, and you know they like to have the big guy, bigger guys um, be in the top area. So I think once once Orton, oh, dude. once Cena faces Samoa out, Joe too. Man. Oh yeah, Whoa, in the main event picture. I mean, take killing out, dudes. I mean, let's okay. Look at the roster right now. Take out The Undertaker, take out Big Show, take out Kane, take out John Cena, take out Randy Orton. Replace that with Samoa Joe, take out Triple Finn H. Balor. Yeah, take out Triple H. You said Brock? Yeah, you can take out Brock Lesnar too. You're going to be replacing them with Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, Austin Aries, Shinsuke Nakamura. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Cesaro. Cesaro. Sami Seth Zane, Rollins is already up there. Seth Rollins. I mean, the future is bright. We're getting ready for that next generation. You know, we had the Attitude Era. Then we had the uh, uh, um, Ruthless Aggression Era, which is where we got Batista and Cena and Lesnar all at, you know, all at once, and Orton. You know, this is that next big wave that's coming in. So this is going to be the next... These these guys who are coming in now, this is going to be your next... And four. whoever they may sign from the... Yeah, we don't know who's coming down the pike in the next few down years. Down the pike! Down the pike! Well, they've they've already signed a lot of like the older veterans mm-hmm. of the independent wrestling, and there's some that won't go. Colt will never come no. back to there, and he's doing good for himself. I wouldn't. Yeah, blame. I don't think they'll ever get Chris Hero again. Um, what about Jay Lethal? You think he'd ever sign? Oh, I think eventually they'll get Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal, maybe Adam Cole. Adam Cole for sure. Yeah. Um, Those are the two from Ring of Honor. I'd really like to see more than anyone. I'm trying to think of anyone else. There is there they already got Tommaso. Yeah. Well, is it like a for sure thing they signed him Tommaso and uh Gogano? Yeah. Gogano's great, man. They mm-hmm. got Rich Swan and he's yeah. freaking young too. And he's impressive. Uh they've they've got a lot of people and there's and then, and then you you've got the ladies coming in as well. You're gonna be bringing in Bailey, you're gonna be bringing in Asuka. And more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all know who they're gonna sign. So it's just it's just so cool, and I'm just looking forward to it. And the next three to five years, I think are going to be pretty exciting because we're going to see a lot of young, or not, I say young. Some of us, you well, know. some of those, those and not guys necessarily are all of those older. guys. I was about to say AJ and Joe. Or, yeah, they're going to be here for a for a few years. They're they're probably almost the same age as what they're younger and Cena and Orton. Maybe they're the same age. Joe right? and Cena, I think, were around the same age. Same age. Yeah. So I mean, like, or at least Ballers, they debuted around the same time. Ballers, young. Um, Austin Aries is up there. Yeah, not up there. <laughs> he's not old, but you know what I mean. In wrestling terms, yeah, yeah, he's kind of up there. Uh, Gargano's young. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommaso, I'm not for sure how old Tommaso is. He's probably early 30s. Shinsuke is mid 30s. Yeah, so he's got a few years. So. If they if they know how to book them properly, lethal if they, you know, is what. Uh, early to mid thirties? I don't know. I think he's he's early thirties. I think Lethal is. Hmm. Let's see, Let's Adam Cole see. is like the same age as me. Yeah, he's twenty seven, twenty eight. Jay Lethal is thirty years old. He's thirty, and he's been around the, in the business for how long now? Like Jesus. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole, twenty six, twenty six years old. He is the he's the future. Get him in here. He's younger yeah. than me. <laughs> yeah, I think Rich Swan is twenty four. Uh, 
25. 25. He just turned 25, actually. He just turned 25, so... Um, February 15th is his birthday. Well, how about Gerard or Biff Music, whatever? Let's see. Let's see. 30. Okay, one more. Gorgano. All right. <laughs> 28. 28. So he's yeah. Me. yeah, so, I mean... <laughs> That's that's the future, man. Oh, and we haven't even mentioned how they're how they're trying to reach out to to Ricochet. Yes, they're trying to reach out to Ricochet. So, and how old is Ricochet? Uh, I think he's like twenty-seven. 20, twenty-seven. So, yeah. Damn. So, if you can bring in some of those guys, can you imagine what that's going to be like. Nuts, but they may not use them properly. No, and, like Ricochet, and probably obviously not. there's going to be some split on NXT to to the main roster and stuff. But you know, bringing Cheeseburger, <laughs> that's pretty much who they'll have to bring in. Like, there's no one left. Cheeseburger. Yeah, they they're gonna. Hopefully, they're gonna sign what Ibushi. They got him. For, all Bobby those Roode. people for the Bobby Roode. Well, he's you know he's still rumored. He's 39. You're going to 40. Nope, yeah, I don't nope. know how old Ibushi is. Yeah. And then they want to get, I know, Zack Sabre uh, Jr. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of people up and coming, though. But, mm-hmm. like, it still bums me out to this day. They, I, Chris Hero would have been on the roster right now. He would have. Yeah. He would have if they didn't release him with all that stuff that happened. And it just kills if, me, man. It's, it's sort of one of those, if he had just waited a couple more years before signing... To where they are now, he would have been a huge, like they would have been like, we have to get this guy, instead of yeah, let's bring him in and see what he's got. Oh, well, he's not willing to change, so cut him. I love this name too, Cassius Ono. <laughs> oh no, oh man, he's. What can you do? I mean, you can't get all your yeah favorite stars, and I wish Colt was still there, <laughs> but you know, but yeah. What's the next thing? Uh, it was the main event: Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. Going up against Sheamus and Alberto Del Rio. Still a strange um, match with all this stuff. Very I, strange. I, I told you, I was like, this is strange because Roman, his opponent for the belt is AJ. Mm-hmm. Why are these guys in here? <laughs> yeah. It's because they didn't get a chance. So they wanted their chance to prove a point. And it's just... And then I guess there's only so much you can do with face-face dynamic. Yeah. Right now. And the fact... It was... I don't know. Okay. We talked about this in the past about the episodes uh, many months ago about how could they ever possibly do a Bray Wyatt face turn. And I and I said, you know, you got to just have him do the same thing that he does as a heel, saying I am the eater of worlds, I am this guy, I am everything that I say I am and I back it up and you just put him up against bad guys. And sure enough, look what we're doing. Yeah, because anything less, anything less has changed his character. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he went back to what originally got him over as, you know, a, a crowd favorite. For before his music hits, he has a video, you know, like he did. He used to do the lighting of the lantern and say this, uh, the city name, and say we're here. You know, he comes out and is like, you know, Roman, we've we've been enemies for, you know, however long. But this is uh, this is more than than you and me, and you can trust me. in uh, Los Angeles, I'm here. You can trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like he's still crazy, but he's fighting on the good side now. You know, 
And at any moment, you don't know if he could turn. Oh, he's going to attack the good guy just because. And it, once, if they establish that or whatever, and you know he's a face, mm-hmm. he's so easy to turn heel. He'll turn absolutely. Someone, so. He'll be the big show of the WWE. Who do we need to turn? Who do we need to turn face? Ah, put Wyatt out there. Hey, who do we need for a heel tonight? Ah, put Wyatt out there. You know, and that's that's part of his character because he's, you know, he's mysterious. You don't really know what's going on in his head, and yeah. So he can attack the good guys, or he'll he'll attack the bad guys, and then attack the good guys for looking at him wrong. You know, he's like, I'm just gonna attack whoever I want, whatever. Deal with it, man. He still owes Cena a beating because hey, he like interrupted his beating on the Rock. I'm so here. He has to beat Cena's ass, and also yeah. beat the Rock's ass when he yes. sees him next time too. Yes. Um. Also beat up on Lesnar when he sees him. Um, who else? There's just so many people he needs to beat up. With. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, and then Roman Reigns, and then Roman Reigns. Hey man, you're standing in my way. That's right. Jump. Give me that chocolate bar. Jump. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Bray and uh, Roman end up getting the victory over the League of Nations, and the crowd was very hot for that to see Bray working as a face, still doing his heel tactic, you know, stuff, but playing a little bit more to the crowd. So I'm curious as to see how that'll play out. Um, so that pretty much wraps up Raw. Let's go into some hot topics. Uh, for those of you who are interested in TNA, what's going on in the world over there, we're not going to talk about Impact. Instead, we're going to talk about their corporate office uh, because they are reportedly unable to keep up with their rent at their corporate office and are being evicted by the building management. Wow. So they're having to move their office to the shop TNA warehouse. For the time being. Wow. Which is kind of bad because they're trying to find investors to put money into their company while saying, yeah, we can't even afford to keep our corporate office open right now. Not good, man. Yeah. Not good. Uh, I know. And it's one of those things where going back to what we said, you know, as far as the gimmicks, you don't want to see someone fail. You don't, you know, I don't want to see this company go under because that's a lot of jobs. You know, a lot of, of professional wrestlers who this is their livelihood this is what they do for a living you know you don't want to see those people go out of out of jobs but the way that it's being run is done so poorly that it really makes you wonder how they're still afloat at this point you know how much money have has someone invested to keep this company going and you got to look at the books and be like i i, I gotta pull the plug on this thing we can't lose any more money, or we'll be out of business. Dixie's uh, dad, yeah, shelling money into it, and she's still the majority shareholder, fifty-one percent. Wow. Yeah, Dad, uh, <sighs> we're running a little low on money but, this month. Can you hook me up? <laughs> Pretty much. But Jim Ross came out and said maybe it's time to revamp the company, go un- like come up with a new name so that it's not TNA anymore. We're changing our ways. Here's what we got planned. And uh, we want to work with investors to deliver a solid product. I would say that's to be a lot more than changing the name. Yeah, because even their replays have been moved to a different night. It's like instead of like I guess I I'll be honest I haven't been following TNA at all. Uh, so it airs and then I guess later on that night it replays. Well, they've taken the replay and moved it to like Saturday morning or something like that. Hmm. So pretty interesting stuff. Um, 
in other legal matters that's going on right now, there's a report coming out that Shane McMahon is actually going to be being is actually being sued over securities trading for the company that he was taking part of. I don't have too many details on this. Uh, go to wrestlingnewsource.com for all the details on that. There is uh, like a spread page with all the details about what's going on. If you want to read all that legal uh, legal Lego. Lego mumbo jumbo. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. And, uh, <laughs> next bit of, uh, hot topics that we have. Wait, 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 is this something that, Hey, you can get rich? No. Okay. Not yet. That's, I saved that one for last cause it's the best. Uh, uh, for those of you who listen over in the UK and is expecting to see the undertaker, at the uh, at the upcoming European t- the tour for the WWE, uh, he's actually been pulled from uh, some upcoming events. Uh, I think they said three out of the five locations he has been pulled from, and it's going to be replaced by Kane. Why? Uh, supposedly he's going around saying, "Oh no, I'm going to retire. That's it. I'm done." But who knows? <laughs> Whenever it comes WrestleMania time, I wonder if he's just being wishy washy right now. Probably just being like, "Nah, I don't, don't want to do it." I just don't want to go. Who knows? There's no telling. And now for the good hot topic, the fun one. Ask people if they want to make money. Do you want to make money? Yes. Do you want gold in your life? Yes. Then you need to join the Global Force Gold Pyramid Scheme. (laughs) Now, they're not going to admit this is a pyramid scheme, but I guarantee you, if you watch that seven-minute video, you will understand it I can't believe he's scheme. doing that. He, he'll he, there's a video out there saying, yes. "Hey, you want to how how did Jeff uh, word it?" He was like, "They're calling wanna- it Global Force Gold," and basically what it is is a it's a trading company. They have gold for sale, but rather than buying bars, you're getting a credit card that you buy gold for, and the money gets transferred onto the card. I don't know. I can't believe Jarrett would do this. Like. I know. It's basically, okay, I sign up for this, and I get three followers. Whatever they make, I get a, I get a portion of that. And if they get three people, whatever those guys make filters up to the guys that I brought in who also give money to me. So it's it's a pyramid scheme. I mean, let's be honest. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I understand you want to try and do something to help fund your company, to, to further advance it for stuff. But a pyramid scheme is not the way to do it. No. So what they're doing is they're basically saying, okay, go to this website, put your information in, just your name, phone number, and email. Wait till uh, um, a member of One Team of Jarrett will call. Team Jarrett will call you, and we'll get you signed up for this. And to make it even better, we'll send you an autographed 8x10. So that's their incentive. That's their initiative. <laughs> so basically, if you join their thing, you start selling and you get people to join, they're going to get a cut. Yep. So you, in a sense, are trying to fund Global Force Wrestling by doing that. I'm really wondering, you know. Shady shit. It is kind of shady. So there's that. That's it's like, that. come on, Jarrett. <laughs> You're better than that. Are you? No, he he's, he joined TNA for a little bit. They did a little cross promotion a little bit. Well, he wasn't going to join WWE, so yeah, no. where, where can you really go? I'm sure he reached out to Ring of Honor. They probably said no. 
So, anyways, with that being said, it's time to go to the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. Uh, only bit of questions that we have this week is from Rosewood, saying, what's up, guys? Hope all is well. Uh, and unfortunately, Doug isn't here, but, he said, uh, but Rosewood says, Doug, uh, I have been saying the same thing to my buddy, that in three months of this new Roman persona, he is, uh, he is also going to jump ship to the Roman fan club, and I hope Daniel and Tyler do as well. Uh, also, Doug, you're not the only guy that isn't high on Ambrose. I am no longer a fan of Ambrose and agree his acting and character has really turned me off as well. Uh, but I do have a few questions for you guys, and we'll get to that. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm not I don't dislike Roman. I dislike the the writing that they had for him to make him just so campy and cheesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've been saying for a while now that they needed to turn him heel and have him be that just overall badass, you know. Ass kiss, uh, kicker, <laughs> ass, ass kisser. kisser that too. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm all for a, a persona change for him. I hope that he does it, and I hope the the crowd reacts in the way that WWE wants him to. Um, yeah, and as far as Ambrose, like I said, uh, for Raw, it was it was kind of tough for me to watch. I was like, this, this is cheesy. I wasn't really that's cheesy. I wasn't too far into it. Um, but as far as the questions. Uh, Rosewood asks, uh, in my opinion, the Dallas crowd after Mania was very disrespectful at times. Now, I know the saying, you paid your dollar for your ticket, so you have the right to boo or cheer uh, who you want, and I agree with that. But there is a line uh, between booing a talent and trying to uh, hijack a show. I'm from Brooklyn, and I'm that guy that likes the heels with the exception of Roman, AJ, and Zayn. I'm in in the Barclays Center every time the WWE... uh, comes down since 2013 and I can even say uh, I can even I can say even live that a crowd that tries to hijack a show can really ruin it for the people trying to watch uh, and enjoy some wrestling so my question is how do you guys feel about the crowds that try to hijack shows oh he yeah we yeah We've covered this quite a bit. And also, there was, uh, what was that, Roth I went to where there was like yeah. guys around us that was saying stupid that stuff. That was the, the 20th anniversary episode. You get a fight with them. I was about to throw yeah. down. And I'm not a fighter. I am the one of the last guys you will see ever try and pick a fight with someone. I was about ready to knock some dude out because he was chanting just the most pointless crap that I have ever heard. Um, yes, you, since you paid your money... You are allowed to cheer. You are allowed to boo. Uh, you know you can taunt a little bit. That's fine. But when you're annoying the hell out of the people that are surrounding you, that's where you kind of got to draw the line. Uh, you know you have to be considerate of others, of those around you. Um, if you're chanting something that's relevant to what's happening, I have no problem with that. It's when you start chanting JBL, Byron Saxon, Michael Cole. That's whenever I'm like, dude, stop. If you're not interested in the match, go to the restroom, grab a snack, buy a t-shirt, go, you know, take yourself out of the situation and come back later. Yep. The mat, you know, the match is going to be over in about 10 minutes, so that'll give you plenty of time. Go outside, smoke a cigarette if you have to. Do whatever you have to do. Just shut up, you yep. know, or just boo the whole time. I don't care. But it's whenever you're just sitting there chanting just the most ridiculous crap that has nothing to do with the match or what's going on around you. Uh, that pisses me off. Because there are people there who are trying to enjoy themselves, who will boo and cheer and say, go this guy, boo this guy. 
But whenever you're sitting there just being an ass, and and it also goes to the people who like to shout obscenities. Like I watched NXT Takeover. I I will admit I chuckled whenever they were dropping f bombs uh, during the uh, Finn Balor Samoa Joe match, saying FPG FPG. But you also have to be considerate that there are children, yeah, uh, there, and not all adults want their children to to hear that kind of language, yeah. And in a in a product that they are trying to promote as family friendly, yeah, we'll drop an ass or a bitch every once in a while, but for the fans to go out, and, I'll drop an ass, and yeah, but for the fans to go out and start dropping f bombs, it's inappropriate, it's unnecessary, it it's uncalled for, um. So that's how I feel about crowds that try and hijack the show. I, you know, I I have absolutely no problem with the with the crowd being loud and responsive. It's a call and response type of thing. If we do something, you respond to it. But if we do something and you have no interest in it, don't worry about it. You know, the match will be over. Play on your phone. Send out a tweet. To do a hashtag. Whatever you got to do. Tout. Yeah, do a tout. Send out a vine. Man, this raw sucks. I can't believe I wasted my money being here. Or if you feel like the the show is gonna suck, don't even go to the show. Sell your ticket. Don't even yeah. buy a ticket. Yeah. I already bought my ticket for Raw in Houston. I'm expecting a great time. It doesn't matter who's on the card. I'm expecting a good show. So, I don't know. Just there, there's a there's an etiquette to going out in public, and. Some people think, oh, this is my chance. This is my time to shine. I'm going to get the crowd to chant whatever I want. So that's what I'm going to do. And no, that is not correct. Most of the time, you just make yourself look like an ass. And have people want to knock the holy hell out of you. And then they go to jail. And then you're sitting there going, (laughs) is that all you got? So, anyways. That's that's my thoughts on the hijacking crowd, Tyler. Oh, I am. Um, I'm with you on that, man. I'm, I'm you had to calm me down. That wrong. I had to calm you it and Doug bad. down. You and Doug. It was bad. And upon retrospect, what I should have done, I should have just gone up to like the lobby area, found one of the tenants, be like, "Dude, there's this guy. Can you either remove him or move me somewhere else?" Yeah. Was, dang. Like you're shouting obscenities, and there's a six year old right in front of you with 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 his dad. And it's like, dude, that's not right. You know, yeah. I have a nephew and a niece. I don't want, I don't want them hearing people chanting obscenities around that. That's, you know, I'm here to have a good time. Why yeah. can't you? Like, if you're going to an event just to be an ass, just stay home. Surround yourself with people who you think are your friends, and and just complain the whole time. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, other question from Rosewood. What is your favorite championship belt? Mine is the WWF Attitude Era Championship from 98 to 2001. And we have been asked this question a, a few times. Um, I think this is actually... WWE? Uh, no, it can be any any championship belt. Uh, and I think this was actually one of our very first questions that we got. Um, I know we, we said the uh, the lock and key Dragon Gate belt was a was a big favorite of ours um i think the last time we were asked this i was highly fond of the uh gift of the gods championship from lucha um well i'll always like the world heavyweight uh WCW. oh yeah the big gold belt yeah yeah um i like the winged eagle winged eagle 
uh, title from WWE or mm-hmm. WWF, whatever. Uh, you also like the Jeff Hardy Mardi Gras nope. belt? No, nope. yeah. just gonna stop that right there. That is not correct. Uh, um, you like the Internet Championship Zack Ryder belt? I actually did like that belt. That was pretty cool. I will admit, because it was custom belt and you know had everything pertaining to him. Or um, if you're a TV champ, all you have to have is the monitor. That's right. Ask Rusev. He's the master of that. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. What's, what's some of your f- favorite belts? Uh, I like the ones that you named. Uh, I just love the Gift of the Gods because it has yeah. magnetic discs. I, I think like that's that. really cool. It's very that unique. It's really cool. Really cool. Um, I've always liked the, the NWA belt. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, you know, the head... I don't know if it's the same thing or they changed over years, but when they had in TNA, the NWA belt, mm-hmm. I, I'd like that belt. Um, hmm. I would have liked to see the hardcore title up close. I don't know if I would want It's weird. It's like all different yeah. straps hanging off of it. And yeah, stuff. and it's held together by duct tape and all that. <laughs> it's weird. Um, I've always liked the spinner belts. <laughs> the U.S. and the WWE. Oh, don't admit that. I, I don't care. I don't care. All right. At least I didn't admit that I like the Jeff Hardy Mardi Gras belt because I don't. That's good. You do. No. Nope. Yeah. Again, no. Incorrect on that one. What do you think about the current uh, WWE championship belt? It's all right. Yeah. It's not like the best. I mean, I've gotten used to it. That's just like the women's championship now. Yeah. Much better than the Divas championship. That's for sure. Um, I know you said you weren't a fan of it, but I I like the NXT title. I don't mind it. Oh, you don't? No, I think that was Doug. I could be wrong though. No, I, I I think it's a fine belt. I really like the NXT tag team titles. I'm trying to think on because top of my it's head the off. half half gold, half black, and they and they switch the pattern. So mm-hmm. like on one belt, the gold is on the left side with the black on the right, and on the other side, the black is on the left side and the gold is on the right. I just think that's a really nice little touch. But, uh, yeah, really good stuff. So thanks for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. I also, you probably like the, the women's tag team championships they had in TNA, huh? I don't even remember what they look like. I don't like. remember what they look like either. I just thought <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. That's right. I like the, the trios belts. Um... And Lucha. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Dig it. Um, you can follow us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. I don't know how accurate this is. Uh, just got a... Not very. I, well, I don't know. You never know who's, who's messaging stuff. But apparently someone just messaged Wrestling News Source on Facebook saying that uh, Balls Mahoney has passed away. Oh, snap. Yeah. Former guest of the show, Balls Mahoney. Like, episode, what was it, 10? He was in a bad way when we talked to him. Yeah. Let me see if I can find something. Um, So if that's true, man, that's that's really shocking. Um, You know, he he was a, it was one of the very first guests that we had on the show. Um, There's different websites that are posting it. I only see wait one. I mean his Wikipedia has already changed. Uh, Topropepress.com says Balls Mahoney ECW original passed away at forty four. Forty four? Man. 
That's terrible. And he's got There's, a kid. Yeah. If, if that's true, you know, our our thoughts and prayers are definitely going out to uh to his family. I'm going to have to try and find uh the interview that we ha- that we held with him and uh re-upload that somewhere. So yeah, man, what a, that's a terrible way to end the show. Um Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Make sure to check us out next week. You can follow us on Twitter at the WNS Podcast. I guess for more developing stories, make sure to go to uh, to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Although, if you're listening to this by now, updates have been made. Um, yeah, I guess uh, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear, And we will check you all next week.